I just sat out there in the middle of the, of the gulf that day. And I was like, wow. Now, the enemy don't, don't want you to stay there, so he's always going to attack, right? I can tell you that day that, 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 that I, I'm sitting there, and I'm not lying, the, the Jaws theme, da, da, da. I mean, it hit me. I'm like, whoa, oh, my God, I got to get back, back in control, you know, because why? The enemy doesn't want you to be free. He's fighting everything that he has to keep you in bondage. He does not... He, <laughs> He's scared to death if you ever get free. Hey guys, this is Pastor Tommy. Thanks for joining us today at the church at Bushland. Man, we pray that your faith will be encouraged and inspired from today's message. Well, Happy New Year. Uh, I, I didn't get to say that to you last week because last week was like New Year's Eve, right? So Happy New Year to you. Um, how many of you are just so excited for this new year? Anybody, huh? Come on, yeah, it's all right. We can get a little loud today, it's good. All right, well, turn to your neighbors, say, hey, it's so good to see you in church today, all right? And then now turn to your second option, all right? That other person next to you and say, you look like you could use some church today, all right? You look like you could use some church this year, amen? That's good. How many of you, your New Year's resolutions are already out the window? Anybody in here? Yeah, there's a few of you, okay. That's good. That's good. I can relate. It's, it's like this. I mean, like, like last year, you know, I had this whole plan in mind. I'm going to lose 20 pounds, and I've only got 30 pounds to go now. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, come on, man. Why do we, like, not commit to these things? So anyways, but uh, just happy new year. As you came to church on a great day today, we are having our, um, our winter spring semester uh, small group expo right outside these doors, right down the hallway here. Some of you may have seen uh, that and like, what's going on in here? It used to be all de Christmas decorations, you know? Well, out with the old and in with the new, amen? So uh, our, our, our small group expo, this is a way for you to get connected. Guys, our heart for you is to get you connected not only to God, but connected with people and your relationships with people. We need people in our lives, amen? We need, uh, it's a way, our small groups, we're so big on small groups because it's a way to make a bigger church small and to get uh, in that community, in a, a smaller community where, man, these people are the ones that are, are you're, you're just doing life with. And we have, a, we have a lot of small groups. We have like 62 different small groups for you to get connected with, all right? And I mean, anywhere is from, like March Madness, all right? Now, this is some fun stuff, all right? So how many of y'all know we, we, we started off this last semester with uh, hashtag Beat Tommy in fantasy football, right? Anybody remember that? Well, let me just give you a good report. Hashtag Beat Tommy works! Woo! Anybody excited about that? I mean, I'm just so excited about it. Poor Tommy. I love him with everything I have, but man, he didn't do good at all. I mean, we just, we smoked him. And so it was awesome. And so now, uh, now we got to take down Melissa Huffman in the bracket challenge. So you got, uh, you, you know, you got your March Madness small groups where we get together and watch a little bit of basketball, college basketball, right? All right. We have our pickleball small groups. Anybody like to play pickleball? All right. I mean, listen, if you've not been out to our flex building out here, you should see it. We got a couple of pickleball small uh, uh, courts in there now where we can play. Our small groups can meet. It's going to be awesome. Um, and then, so those are the fun groups, right? And all the groups are fun, but those are like the ones like not so serious. We just get in there, you know what I'm saying? We just play around, have some fun. Uh, and then we got, you know, we have uh, groups like 
that, that, that basically they meet every week just to dive into what uh, the previous message was about, right, on Sunday mornings. They dive into that. We have an adult Bible, <clears throat> excuse me, an adult Bible study small group that's beginning uh, on Sunday nights for anyone who just wants to go deeper in the Word. I mean, guys, we have all kinds, like I said, 62 uh, small groups out there for you to get connected with. Um, Students, high school students, listen to me. Wednesday mornings, you'll have an opportunity. We'll feed you, especially if you come out here. If you live out here and you go to school out here in Bushland, you got that late start, you know, come on, somebody. I know that. You're like, well, I can use that to sleep in, you know. No, no. Come get some free food, all right? We'll feed you, and we're going to go and do some Bible study with you guys during uh, that time, so uh, breakfast in the Bible on that. Um, And then um, we have um, a big focus of ours this semester is for our marriages. We are, how many of y'all know the enemy hates marriages? Amen? Like, he can't stand unity. He's constantly bringing division, and, and, and we, we want to come alongside you. Pastor Tommy's actually going to be leading a marriage covenant small group that's going to go for about six weeks or so. And just to come in, and I mean, you could have the, the most healthy marriage there is, and I promise you, you can come in, and, and, and God will do something in your life during um, this small group. So we'll just encourage you to get plugged in. You can do that by going out there and, and signing up. And then... Um, we have our Freedom small groups. That's another big focus. Now, we launched Freedom last semester, and for anyone that, that, that has gone through Freedom, can I get a good amen that everybody should go through Freedom at least once in their life? Amen. I'm telling you, it is, it is so powerful. If you're, if you're hungry and if you're desiring a closer relationship with the Lord, if, you're, if you just want more, I want to encourage you Go join, go attend a Freedom Small Group. I promise you, it is life-changing, okay? And so you can do that today. Guys, we have, we, we, have, we have 19 different Freedom Small Groups right now, all right? And here, let me tell you how that works. The men meet with the men. The ladies meet with the ladies. We actually have uh, a, a Freedom Small Group that's just for military veterans, right? Because how many of y'all know some of the vets, they, they've seen stuff that, they should never see in their life, you know? And so we, we, we have uh, all kinds of, uh, of, of, of groups for you to get involved with on meeting on different days. And so I just wanna invite you to come out, go through these doors. Don't leave that way. I know most of y'all, you know, a lot of y'all, y'all just, it's easy to go that way. Come this way today and see, get involved in a small group. It is our heart to get you connected uh, in a small group so that you can do life and, and, and really make this year uh, one of the greatest years. Of, I, I believe that uh, it, it, it can be, it, it will be, you know, uh, just the greatest year. We're going to see God move and do miracles in 2024. Amen. Come on, somebody. We get excited this morning, all right? It's going to be a lot of fun, all right? Um, and so uh, I just want to, with the theme of small groups and all that stuff, I want to have you turn to Psalm 24 real quick. Just the message I felt the Lord put on my heart a little bit. Um, and and I, thought, I thought, man, what greater way of, you know, Psalm 24 for 2024. It's a great uh, psalm, and, and we're going to dive into that. Um, but I, I'm going to ask you a question. And, 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 and today, you know how us pastors, we like to title these messages, right? Today's title is The Best Days of Your Life. 
And I'm not talking about the summer of 69 for all you Brian Adams fans, all right? Those were the best days of... Okay, anybody heard that song? I was proud. Uh, I was talking to Nick Emil uh, earlier this week, and I was like, you might not remember that song. He was like, oh no, my dad raised me right. My parents raised me right. They played the good music. Come on, somebody. Good job, Emils, all right? Can we give them... Uh, I mean, that, that's a great job raising your kids right, all right? Because how many of y'all know... Uh, our generation's music better than this generation's music, amen? Can I get a better amen? Come on, somebody. Like, come on, this is real good. So, uh, but, but I wanna ask you a question. The best days of your life. Are you living the best days of your life? Are you living, is 2024 gonna be the best year of your life? Let me ask you this way. Have you ever asked yourself this question? Is this all there is? Like, is this all there is to life? Is this all there is for my marriage? Is this all there is to God? Like, seriously? I expected so much more. Or maybe I'm desiring more, and, and, and maybe it's not where exactly where I wanted it to be. Do, do you feel hopeless? Have the worries of this life is it so dark right now that you just don't see the light at the end of the tunnel? It's like, I, I, I just don't know if I'm gonna make it through this. Anyone in here desperate for a move of God in their lives? I'm desperate. We just sang that song, I don't want anything but you. Guys, that's my prayer. God, I, I don't want anything but you. That's my prayer for every one of you, that we would be so desperate for a move of God that we would see him do just, I mean, this would be the best days of our life. And this would be the best year of our life in 2024. And so if you're here this morning and you're going through just hell, right? You just, every time you turn around, I feel like you're, get, you're just getting knocked back down. I want to encourage you. David said here in, in Psalm 24, and, and I, I love the, these first two verses. He says, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. For he founded it on the seas and established it on the waters. What a great reminder from David to let you know that no matter what you're going through, no matter how dark the days are, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. The world and all who live in it. He founded it on the seas and established it on the waters. Like the earth, it's a pretty big place, right? But yet it fits in the palm of his hands. He's the one who spoke the earth into creation. So can I tell you something? Don't, I don't care what kind of problem you're going through right now. It's not bigger. It does not compare to the God of the universe. Amen? It does not compare. He says, I am. That's, who, that's his name. I am. I, I'm Elohim. I'm, I'm Emmanuel. I'm God with you. 
And if I am with you, if I am for you, who can be against you? So I want to encourage you this morning. Don't look at the mountain and don't look at your problems and just see, oh my goodness, they're so big. Tell your mountain and your problems how big your God is. Because I promise you, he's bigger. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it. Amen? And then he asked this question. David asked these questions. He says, who may ascend? Everybody say ascend. Who may ascend the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? Like who can actually climb that mountain? Who can stand in the holy place? And he answers it in the next verses. He says, the one who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not trust in an idol or swear by a false God. They're the ones that will receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God, their Savior. They're the ones that are going to receive the blessing of the Lord. Who can ascend the mountain of the Lord? Who can stand in his holy place? Those who say, give us clean hands. Lord, purify my heart. Psalm 51, you know, create in me a, a pure heart, O oh God. Renew a right spirit within me. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, God of Jacob. Lift up your heads, you gates. Be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the king of glory may come in. How many of y'all need the king of glory to just come in to your life right now? Amen? Anybody need him? Come on. I mean, I do. I, I'm telling you, I want to I tell you, in order for that to happen, though, I believe it's going to take, well, can I just get real with y'all this morning? Seriously, I just want to get real with you. It's going to take you to get out of the way. It's going to take you to live a life of complete surrender. And quit trying to control every little detail of your life. Quit trying to, well, God, you can move about this far in my life, but I've got the rest of this in, in control. I'm good. In freedom, in our freedom small group, I'm just going to share a little bit of this with you. This, we, we cover this in freedom, but, but what does it look like to live a life of surrender, of complete surrender? And I'm, and I'm going to make a statement that I, I feel like, it, it, just listen to it, right? Because in order to live a life of complete surrender, we have got to trust the Lord with all of our heart, amen? He says that, trust the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he'll, he'll direct your path. He'll make your path straight. In order for you to live a life of complete surrender, you have got to give him all of your trust. And I want to tell you this. I'll make a statement. I think that God wants your trust more than he wants your heart. And I say that because without your trust, without all your trust, you'll never give him your whole heart. You'll never, you'll always be like, no, God, I'm good. God, I trust you up to this point in my life, but that right there is the cutoff spot. I, I've got the rest of this. God wants you to trust him. To sit with him, to trust him, to, to, to know that he's in control. No matter the valley, no matter the, the giant that you're facing, he is in control. 
And so if you want to ascend the mountain of the Lord and you want to stand in the holy place with him, I want to urge you this morning to live a life of complete surrender. Go to him and say, hey, God, here I am. Search my heart, oh God. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Hey, God, if there's anything in me that doesn't look like you, I'm asking you to remove it from me. When the world sees me, I want them to see the Father. Jesus said that. When you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Well, I want to be like Jesus. Amen? And so when you see me, when Mark Boyette walks in the room, I hope that you see the Father and not Mark because Mark can be a scumbag sometimes, right? And it's okay to say that in church, right? But Mark, Mark's going to fail you. So what I'm hoping for every day, God, come in here and rid, make me more like you. Help me live a life of surrender. Now, there's four different levels of, of worship, four different levels that, that we go through in worship. And, and, and as a believer, I wonder where you might fall. You got ankle-deep worshiper, you got a knee-deep worshiper, waist-deep, and the middle-of-the-river type worshiper, all right? And I'm gonna break those down for you. Because an ankle-deep person, uh, ankle-deep worshiper, they, they, they can enjoy uh, the refreshing in God's presence, but they're in full control. They're in command, right? They splash and play, and they choose to walk out, but they, they can choose to walk out at any time. Why? Because they're in complete control, and they walk out with zero effects, lasting effects in their life. Now, when I lived in Florida, we, we, we lived on the beach, and, and so there, there's the gulf right there. And I remember studying this in Freedom one, and when I first went through it, and I thought, I wonder what that looks like to be an ankle-deep worshiper or, or a knee-deep worshiper, waist-deep. And so I walked out, took my kids to school one morning, and then I walked out and, and, and said, okay, I'm going to go do this. Now, for those of y'all that know me, you know that's a big, big thing for me because I hate the water. I, I watched Jaws one too many times when I was a kid, amen? And so like, I'm like, yeah, I have 0% chance of getting bitten by a shark if I stay on the land, you know what I mean? And that's how it was for me. But that day, it was just overwhelming in, in my life because I was like, I gotta go see what this means because when you walk out in ankle-deep water, can I tell you something? That water doesn't move you. You are in full control. And some of us, we walk in here on Sunday mornings or, or that's completely what our, our walk with the Lord looks like. I'm in complete control. I'll come to church and say hi to my friends, did that, and then we walk out and there's no lasting effect on your life. And I believe that God wants to take you higher and wants you to ascend the mountaintop and go a little deeper right into the water with him. Which brings me to the next thing which is a knee-deep worshiper. The current, in the knee-deep worshiper, is the current of God, which is his presence, can be felt, but we maintain control. See, in knee-deep water, we have a good view of those who ventured out. Um, but basically, we see all that, he, all that it is in his presence. There's fullness of joy. We can see all the fullness of joy, right? But we still find security on the, on the shore. We still find security on the riverbank. And so knee deep, and I remember that morning, I walked out ankle deep, that's easy. Knee deep, walked out in that water, 
Man, I am still in control. That water wouldn't move me at all. I just sat there, and I was in full control. And so that's how some of us do. We, we, I'm going to take a little, you know what? I think I might just raise my hands a little bit and worship today. You know, I'm still in full control. Lord, I'm not going to do the whole thing. No way. I'm just right here. We're good. We're good, you know. And, and, and you know, I'm, I'm joking, but I'm just wanting you to see. Knee deep is, man, I'm in control, God. I got you. I don't, I, I can see you moving in other people's lives, but I'm, I'm still in control because I want to get back to the shore as fast as possible whenever I want to. A waist-deep worshiper here, the, the stream of his presence is strong. We've, we've, we've walked into deeper water, but we fight the current and struggle to keep contact with the bottom. And often, and listen to this, often fear what others think of us or the fear of losing control will tempt us to go back to the shore, will tempt us to go back to the riverbank. And and it's at this place that we face a crucial decision. See, when you wade it out into that waist-deep water and you're in your walk with the Lord, here you are, I'm going to venture in a little further. I'm actually going to join a small group. I'm actually going to, you know what, I'm going to start serving, right? But I'm still in control. I'm I'm, I'm I'm in control. I remember walking out that morning, I got to waist deep, and man, I tell you what, that water, it, it started moving me a little bit, and I'm a big boy, but it started moving me a little bit. But yet, my feet were still planted, and I was in full control. But you're faced with a crucial decision when you get out to that waist. If I go any further, am I going to be in control, or am I going to give God control? In your walk with the Lord, you've ventured out, and now you must ask yourself, am I in control, or is God going to be in control? Because the next step is in the middle of the river, in the middle of the ocean, in the middle of the gulf for me that day. It was crazy. I got out there. I was ankle deep, doing good, knee deep, and I'm great. I could have got back. Listen, if I'd have saw a shark fin... Boom, I'd have been on the shore. Boom, just like that. I was in full control. Waist deep. It might have taken me a little bit longer, but I, I was still, my feet were firmly planted in that sand, right? And so I'm walking, next thing I know, I hit like a sandbar, and I'm now back to ankle deep. I'm like, well, that was anticlimactic. You know what I mean? Here I am, like, all expecting, okay, we're going all in. But that next step off the sandbar, I was in. What I can tell you is for the next 30 minutes, I laid there like floating and just staring up. I was just laying on my back and I was just staring up in the sky and just singing just how great you are, God. Because nothing else mattered at that moment. He was in full control. His current took me where he wanted me to go. In fact, middle of the river, this is where we experience the fullness of God's presence. We stop fighting for control, and instead, we pick up our feet and float, allowing his current to carry us. We go where he goes, and can I tell you something? 
It's the most peaceful I've ever felt. I just sat out there in the middle of the, of the golf that day. And I was like, wow. Now, the enemy don't, don't want you to stay there, so he's always going to attack, right? I can tell you that day that, 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 that I, I'm sitting there, and I'm not lying, the, the Jaws theme, da, da, da. I mean, it hit me. I'm like, whoa, oh, my God, I got to get back, back in control, you know, because why? The enemy doesn't want you to be free. He's fighting everything that he has to keep you in bondage. He does not, (laughs) he's scared to death if you ever get free. He's scared to death of you because, wow, you're completely relying on God. Most people want to experience God in ankle deep, knee deep, or even waist deep water. But they want to stay in control. In other words, many want to do the God thing, but reserve just enough control that God doesn't take them too far. I'm afraid what God might do if I go all in with him. What he might call, he might call me to a mud hut in Africa. He ain't gonna do that unless he's put that on your heart. So if that's you this morning, I don't know where you are in in this journey. Are you ankle deep? Are are you knee deep? Have you ventured out a little bit further? I'm like, oh, I'm good. We'll go waist deep here. We're good. I don't know where you are. Maybe maybe you are all in this morning. But if that's you, if you're you're still holding on to control, I'm asking you, I'm going to urge you, quit living your life like this, but give it to him. Surrender. Complete surrender. Complete surrender. I invite you to relinquish control and, and, and ascend the mountain. I, that, I always pray every year, hey, God, give me a word for the year. My word for this year is ascend. Guys, I'm gonna ascend the mountaintop. I'm gonna go stand in the holy place with the Lord. Whatever that looks like, I've, I've got to have, I'm desperate for a move of the Lord in my life. I want him so much more than I want anything else. And I just want to invite you to go on a journey with us this year and make this the best year of your life, the best days of your life. And that way you can change the song. It's the, you know, it's the year of 2024. Those are the best days of my life. You know what I mean? It's, Go on a journey to know God, to find freedom, to discover your purpose and make a difference. That's that's what we're here as a church for. And when I talk about know God, I'm talking about relate to him, talk to him, and actually enjoy it. Like, did y'all know you can actually enjoy prayer and church? Like, you can actually enjoy the Bible, reading the Word of God. It's, 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 it's possible. It's possible to have that kind of relationship with Him. And when you do get to that kind of relationship with Him, then He gives you the power to find freedom. Now, I'm not talking about freedom from uh, 
uh, I, I, well, I guess I am. I'm talking about freedom from the areas of your life that if it wasn't in your life, your life would be better. And you know those areas in your life. Like if that wasn't in here, my life would be better. It's that part that you don't even like about yourself. It's the part of your past, or, or, or as I like to call it, it's, a, it's, it's the pain, it's your past, your problems, and those people in your life that completely weigh you down and keep you in bondage. The things that mess up your life, and some of you in here have bought the lie that this is as good as it gets. This is all, I mean, my life is as good as it gets. And I want to tell you, that's a lie from the pit of hell. Because he who the Son sets free is free indeed. Jesus said, I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Anybody want to walk in that life? Anybody want to be free from your past, your pain, your problems? And those people that just continue, whatever that may be, it may be people from your past. It may, may be people that you work with. I don't know. But find freedom. And when you find freedom, once you settle your yesterday, you can actually go on to the third part of the spiritual journey, and that's discover your purpose. I've been saying this for years. God created you on purpose for a purpose. Then there's nobody in here by mistake. There's a reason why you're on this planet and at this time. But the thing is, is too many people try to find their purpose somewhere else in a career or in school and all this stuff. And can I tell you something? You're never going to find your purpose in those things. You're only going to find your purpose by chasing after the heart of God because he's the one that created you. The Bible says that uh, every day or all the days of your life uh, are ordained and were written in his book before one of them ever came to be. So the greatest thing about my job, what I love most about my job is like, like in order for you to find your purpose, to discover your purpose, you've got to find God and connect with him. And that's what I love doing is coming alongside you saying, hey, let's chase after the father together and let's see what God's doing. Why are you here? And once you discover your purpose, you can actually do what you're really created to do. And that's not just pay the bills and just get by. That's not why you're here on this earth. You're here on this earth to make a difference. The happiest people that I see are not, they're the people that are Every day, they're living their lives, changing the lives of those around them. And like today, we're going to give you an opportunity. You walk out here, and, and, and you're going to meet Tiago. Tiago is he's, he's new to our staff, and he's going to be over all of our, uh, everything that's happening, all the outreach that's happening over at Mesa Verde. And you can connect with him and hear his heart for what God has put on his heart to reach that community over there. And that's just one area that you can make a difference.
2024 will be the best year of your life if it's the best year of your life spiritually. And so I'm urging you this morning, give us a year. Get connected in a small group. Guys, listen, some of you in here know, like on the way to church, you were sitting there. It was just a knockdown drag out getting here with your spouse, right? And then you walked in like, oh, praise the Lord Jesus. Everything's good. And you all put on this mask. Can I just urge you to take the mask off and be real and let the king of glory come in? Let's ascend the mountaintop. Let's descend the mountain of the Lord. Let's, let's go dwell in the holy place with him and let him come in and bring change in our lives and bring healing to these marriages that are, being, that are just being bombarded and that are being divided because the enemy can't stand unity. Why? Because God commands a blessing upon unity. So I'm urging you, if your marriage is on the rocks, and you, and you know it, like, God, if God doesn't intervene now, like, we're at, we're at the end of the rope. Our marriage is hanging on by a thread. God doesn't want that. That's not his best life for you. He wants to bring healing. But guys, you've got to be open enough to receive that. Allow us to come alongside you. To speak into that marriage and speak life into that marriage. I'm gonna invite the praise team to come out as we close today. But guys, listen, if you're sitting here this morning and you know, man, my life is nowhere where it needs to be with God. I am just going through the motions. Like, honestly, I've almost just given up on him. Because I thought by now God would have done this in my life. I thought by now, like, this is not where I thought I would be. If you just desire, Lord, let this year be the year that I come back. Or Lord, let this be the year that I'm going all in with you. Can I urge you, come out and join one of our freedom groups. If freedom's not it, find another group that you can connect with people in. Give us a year to help you in your spiritual journey because I'm telling you, 2024 will be your best days of your life if it's the best days of your life spiritually, if you're growing in your walk with the Lord, if you're allowing him to come in and heal those areas that need to be healed, allow him to come in and set you free. Who will ascend the mountain of the Lord? Who will stand in his holy place? It's those who have clean hands and a pure heart. Will you stand with me this morning, church? I'm just going to ask you to bow your heads. I'm going to ask the prayer team to come on forward at this time.
Can I tell you something? I know. There's some of you in here this morning that you need a touch from God. Like, honestly, maybe you came today as just kind of the last-ditch effort to say, hey, God, I'll try it one more time. Can I tell you something? He's here to meet with you. He wants to move in your life, and He wants to heal you. He wants wants to do a, a miracle in your marriage. He wants to do a miracle in your life. He wants to set you free. I want to ask you, if, if that's you, when we get in just a second, come down, let us pray with you. Our prayer teams are here. Because we just want to come and, and agree with you. We're not going to ask you to do something crazy. But you know if you need prayer, come down here and let us pray. You bow your heads with me this morning if there's anybody in here this morning that you know you're not where you need to be with God. Your walk with the Lord is nowhere nowhere close to where it needs to be. The Bible says today is the day of salvation. For some of you, maybe you've never made him Lord of your life. And when I mean by Lord, that means, hey, God, you're my boss. Like, you're the one that's calling the shots. I'm living a life of complete surrender to you. I'm surrendering my wants and my desires because I'm giving my life to you. And if that's you this morning, I want to urge you to come down and let us pray with you. Father, I just thank you right now for your word. I'm praying right now that you would give us clean hands and a pure heart. And God, for anyone that's in this room right now that needs a touch from you, Father, for any broken marriages, Lord, that need restoration, that need restored, God, I'm asking that you would intervene and you would bring healing to those marriages. For anyone in here who is far from you, God, I'm asking that today would be the day that they would come back. That today's the day that they say, God, I'm going all in with you. And I don't care what anybody else thinks. I'm surrendering my life. God, I pray you'd give them a boldness and a courage to step out and come forward and let us pray with them. Father, I'm praying that for anyone in here that, 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 that they just, they know they're not where they want and they just, they, they, God, they want more of you. Lord, I'm praying that you'd help them get connected and give them a boldness and, and, and a courage to, to come out and, and sign up for a small group so they can see you move and make this be the best year of their lives, God. I'm asking you right now, Father, Holy Spirit, move in this place, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks for joining us today here at the Church at Bushland Online. Hey, if you were inspired by today's message, we'd love to hear from you. Just drop a message in the comments or you could email us at info at bushland.com. We'd love to hear what God's doing in your life. Also, man, if there's anything we could agree for in prayer with you guys, just text the word PRAY to 806-557-1800. We believe there's power in agreement um, with the Lord. And so um, if we could pray for you, just do that for us. 
Um, and if you'd like to connect further with us through social media, uh, just search the church at Bushland. You can find out more things that are coming up here um, and get involved that way. And then if you'd like to plan a visit, uh, we'd love to see you face to face. We have services here, 9 a.m., 10.30 a.m. every Sunday. You can go to our website, thechurchatbushland.com and plan that visit. And we look forward to meeting you that way. Finally, man, just thanks again for joining us. Pray your faith was encouraged and we look forward to journeying with you in the days ahead. So have a blessed day.